Well, good evening, everybody. We're here to talk Big Brother 19. Uh, it's me, Belinda GT, and I'm here with Renee Porsche. Say hi, Renee. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you and the irrepressible Brandon. <laughs> oh, I like that. But let's keep that going. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, as of right this second, we're all still staring at kitty cats because the Temptation competition is has been going for what, like six hours now on the live feed. Six hours. Yeah crazy i don't know i mean i guess there's more people competing so maybe that's why but everybody that can play except for xmas is playing and <laughs> she said to josh so i assume it wasn't something she could play one-legged and you know <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a leg to stand uh, on so had to go there um so <laughs> Renee and I were kicking around some things, whether it was yesterday or day before, that we wanted to talk about. Um, do you have your list, Renee? Because number one with Jessica is my favorite. She said she wanted to talk about Jessica's dumbass comments, which that we could do two hours long. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yes. I, um, I, I find her to be quite amusing and um, – yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, did you notice? Did you do you actually? Did you hear any of these comments? Um, I I heard the first one on your list. <laughs> the, the the mute point. This that's, is that's a mute brilliant. point. It's a mute point. Aww. <laughs> she is a professional waitress slash concierge or whatever she calls herself, but you know. A mute point. So if it's a mute point, we probably just shouldn't even talk about it. We should just sit in silence. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, a lot of people do that. Yeah, it aggravates me almost as much as when everybody says literally for everything. Yeah. So what about the thing? The second one? Yeah. Oh, uh, where – this was on the – yeah, I saw it on the live feed that she said, um, so I guess when she sees Julie, Julie's going to give her the hymen. The hymen. <laughs> so what, guess. what did she mean by that? Because well, it can't be what she said. The height. Yeah, I don't understand exactly what that is. The height. I think the hymen. Um, that's what the I Heisman thought. Or? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, well, Cody corrected been, her. Yeah, it's probably been so long since hers was intact that she probably just has no <laughs> function memory of it. So it's like. <laughs> what was so uh, funny was they went. They asked everybody. I think they asked Elena. You know, if they if they knew what a hymen was, and I think they asked um, Mark, and he said it was a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh like my. a hymen. <laughs> Heineken. Yeah. Oh, Heineken, right. Heineken. That would be disgusting beer. That would be a small batch brew, but uh. yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So my my Jessica thing that from the live feeds this week was her talking about if she got evicted, 
that she, and then found out she's pregnant with with Doucheface Baby, that she hoped production would tell him that she was knocked up. And it was just so random and strange. <laughs> They've been talking about baby names. They want, you know, the first kid to be a Marine, but this this isn't going on, and they're making plans to meet parents despite all the controversy in the house this week. But, yeah, so she's still, obviously, Aunt Flo hasn't come to visit her. (laughs) I was just about to say, you can think of it as being romantic if you're into that kind of thing, and then (laughs) probably not, but... I can't imagine. I don't know who washes the HOH sheets, but nobody wants to deal with that. Um, <laughs> and poor Kevin has to deal with that. So let's see. What was on my list? We'll flip over to my list for a second. Okay, so from the live feeds last night and then today, Josh has a secret he's keeping from Paul. Um, huh. Y'all heard huh. this. He's firing with Xmas. Oh yeah. They want to go to go after Fat Booty and get her Fat Booty up on the block, and and she's telling him, "Don't tell Paul." And then she goaded him, I think, to keep the secret because we know he's leaky, like a like a 1979 Dodge Dart. <laughs> he said people think there's two HOHs and you know to let him know you know think that Paul's taking over your HOH so that she can goad him to do this but I can't figure out why everybody wants that booty out so bad I, I mean, it's news to me I, I didn't see it yeah it they because Josh was telling him, you know, you need to go after Jessica and Cody. I mean, Paul was telling Josh that, and Josh was like, okay, okay, and then Paul left and Xmas came in and told him not to do what Paul wanted and then convinced him basically that what she wanted was actually what Josh Josh wanted. (laughs) She's like, it's my turn to manipulate him. Yeah, I don't. I, it comes out of left field for me because I, you know, I fully expect Josh to, you know, listen to everything that that Paul has said. And for him, I mean, uh, him and Christmas have had a pretty decent relationship so far in the house. But I, th- I from what I can recall, last week Elena laid pretty low. Elena didn't really say anything or do anything at all last week. So yeah, I don't she know. Yeah, mooning and like, I just yeah. Did, but- yeah, so I just didn't know if this was coming from something that have happened early on in the game or, like, where this is exactly coming from, but it's just quite strange. Yeah, I'm trying to, Yeah, because Josh, I mean, he hates the Hulk, hates Mark. They've had their thing. So him, I, I expected him to target, like, Mark and Cody. That would make sense to me, is going after Mark and Cody. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But then today he was saying that it might end up being Elena and Jessica because Paul is promoting Jessica to go first because he thinks Cody will be uncontrollable and nobody will keep him once she's gone. And I, I think they're right. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, so everybody's playing in the Temptation comp that can, and Jessica and Cody's plans that I heard was they were hoping one of them would win it, and then that the last thing I heard was Jessica and Cody talking about if they could tell that one of them was going to win it, then the other one should throw it and be the big loser, so they would automatically go on the block, and then the other one would be safe, which would then force Josh to nominate two other people. Uh, I I think that's smart, to be honest. That's, it was smart. That's a good move on yeah. their part. Yeah, it was it was a pretty clever plan, and then they were hoping that out of those other two on the block, then then that maybe they could both end up because he, he'd they'd be on the block. Well, one would be safe, be on the block, and maybe they could both be in the veto comp, pull the other person down, and then he'd even have to put a third person up. And they both they figured that odds on that would give them the best chance of safety, and I think they're right. And then wow. last night and today, Cody has been out of the, the the humping room and has been smiling and sociable, which is a little terrifying, but he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. So was it was last night's show when, when Raven went – Ballistic on Jessica and was oh, pounding yeah. on the That was last night, right? She's like, you were throwing my name under the bus. And, you know, <laughs> obviously a Greyhound bus was arrested under carriage. But, um, but what's funny is, you know, the stuff that Raven was saying that Jessica did, Raven actually did. You stole her cat ears and you pulled out her Coca Cola. Oh, that was the most frustrating. Like I was watching this happen play out on the live feed when it when it went down, and Raven. I think right before that point was when Jessica pulled Raven into the have not or one of the rooms to talk to her about the whole talking with Jason and and um, Kevin about the veto, which we saw play out last night as well. And Raven just went from zero to a hundred in like point two seconds, and then Alex joined in about the cat ears. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, still, I'm still laughing about the whole cat ears thing because Alex was so upset about the cat ears situation, which was all mostly done by Raven. So I don't think she exactly, even exactly. Well, Renee, I thought about you when Jessica was on the block and with those other cat ears looking so Ariana Grande. Did she not? <laughs> so Ariana, yes. I loved it. I thought she looked cute. I did I didn't get it though. Are did are they did they make up? I mean, I I was kinda confused by that throne. I don't know if those are the the pilfered ears or she asked if she could borrow them. I wanted it. Uh, Strangely, I want to know what's going on with those cat ears. Um, <laughs> or did she, or did she stash them and you know? Yeah, I, did, I didn't know. But, yeah, but she did look really cute. I think Raven's upset because out where she lives, they just get possum ears. That's my best guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, it's probably actually more true than we think. <laughs> I got me some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Did um, did you did you happen to catch? Uh, I think it was last night. It was last night's show. Um, where Cody, you know, Cody did lie two times. You saw that, right? That I could count. Go ahead and refresh us for those that might have missed it. He well, the first one was that he did actually uh, want to keep Matt, I mean, um, Raven and uh, Jason to get Jess out. So they showed that on day 13, and he, he said he never said that. And then he did call yep. them dogs. Um, he said, no, I called yep. them groupies, but they actually did call them dogs. So I, I just can't wait for her to get out of the house to see that, you know, he lied. Um, it, that's not good. Be- it won't matter. She'll be, she'll be yeah. showing completely knocked up. Well, I don't see. I don't think. I don't think what Cody said early on in the game about wanting to get Jess out really matters at this point because that was so early on in the game, and they weren't that close then. I mean, they were close, but they weren't like you know, doing it every two seconds like they are now. And <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who is a fan of Jessica, and I I I'm not saying I like Cody, but I. Don't like I don't hate Cody as much as I hate everybody else in the house, but I I, I still think that uh, I I think Jessica is when she gets out of the house she she's probably going to watch it back the whole season and once she you know talks to her family she's going to realize what a stupid mistake it was to stick a, stick alongside Cody for this entire game so I don't yeah. Think. Well, because the thing is, the, the, the thing he said on day 13 was explainable and understandable, but him lying when she cornered him on it, was, right. that was the problem. And you could see the look on his face. You could see his sphincter tighten, like, even more than usual. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the look. And, and she saw it. <laughs> She saw it. She was like, you're lying. She called him out on it. <laughs> and then he just, yeah. like, doubled down, and his eyes get wide, and his pupils dilate, and he's like, nope, nope, not lying. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. I, I think his sphincter went from tightened to fully dilated, and he was just trying not to crap himself on the hammock. <laughs> I think so. That was probably my scene of last night's show. Mm. So let's... Brandon, what's on your Uh, well, I'm in the minority, I know, because I, I, after what happened last night uh, on the live show, as soon as I saw the Josh1HOH, I immediately turned the channel, and I have not watched the feed since it happened. Now, maybe that's just me, Twitter, I know. I'm not, I'm no fun. But, uh, as soon as I saw Josh1HOH, I just immediately went to the thought that, oh, Paul's HOH this week. It's going to be boring. It's going to be predictable. So mm-hmm. my my thing is I, Josh, as we all, we all know, he's a wild card. Um, right. We've seen him kind of latch on to Paul because Paul is the person that he is. I don't know how to describe the individual. But I think if Paul, or if Josh can be influenced by Christmas, then that could really change things up in the house. 
because we haven't really seen Christmas, you know, do anything out of, you know, Paul's realm. She's kind of been on Paul as well. So I think if right. Josh and Chris can kind of team up and maybe gather a couple of people like Alex or Jason and, and, and something like that, then we could maybe start to see the end of Paul, which is, I think, what a lot of us want. And personally, what I would love to see. Because honestly, right now, the only person that I really like in the house is Jessica, which I didn't think I would say week one. The only person that I am honestly rooting for right now, I can say, is Jessica, because I think that she's actually playing the game. Aside Paul is the only person playing the game. I know, I know. I didn't think I'd say it either, but that's where I'm at right now. I tweeted Renee right after Josh won HOH, and I was like, it's my baby, because Renee loves Josh. I was, oh, I, I was dancing. I was dancing, and um, a quick, quick uh, turnaround to last night's show again. When they when they edited it, when they showed Josh when he opened up the door when Jessica and Cody were in that room and he had the tutu on, and uh, I, I thought that was hilarious. And when he won last night, I was I was in my glory because I was just like the baby's becoming a man baby. So I was so happy because um, he, he come on he does liven up the house, right? Sometimes too uh, much. Yeah. Too I, much. I, I I do think he hit Big Brother puberty last night with that win. So, um, I really had an issue when we we were sitting down and watching the show with when Paul walked in and told Josh after Jessica said she you know she was going to use the hex, and then Paul goes to Josh and said, "Turn it up to 30. And Josh got up, got his hands, and started doing it. And you know what it reminded me of? It's just his haircut and everything. You know those those wind-up monkeys with the cymbals? <laughs> it was like that. It was like a fully mobile cymbal monkey running around the house. And, now I'm going to picture that. And, it, and I... I didn't like the bullying, and I do think it was edging over into bullying. Um, I actually, as, as much as I think Matt is just, you know, production trapped in there, I, I do like, <laughs> he, he said, I don't like this, and he walked away, and then Mark stayed in the kitchen, but he was looking out, but you could tell it was really getting to him. Oh, yeah. Did y'all any of the stuff about Mark, about his life outside the house and before the house? Do tell. Okay. No, I didn't. Well, okay, so he's the Incredible Hulk now, and he's buff, and he's giant, and all this, but he actually, you know, personality-wise, he's kind of meek in a lot of ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, his parents, His parents died when he was 12. And he's only mentioned that once. Now, we hear about Raven's, you know, everything wrong with her, you know, all her body parts falling off every week, <laughs> every hour. Uh, his parents died when he was 12, and he only mentioned it once when Josh was complaining about not seeing his mom for a couple of months, and he was like, you don't know what it's like. And Mark was like, yeah, I kind of do. Uh, 
But he, <laughs> one of his friends shared a picture on Twitter. He used to be fat. He was a chubby. He was like and fat. And they they showed like the before pictures and a picture of him actually not quite as big muscular, but a lot more cut. And basically, he had been bullied all through school in fat, and he was an orphan. So he that just knowing that backstory made a huge difference to me. What do you guys think? I I think that I so I was trying to think. I don't know where to start because I had so many thoughts. On, but the I'm, I'm proud of him for you know staying out of it. But it would have been even greater to see him, you know, kind of stand up and speak out about it, which, you know, being in this game, it's kind of not good for your game to stand up and speak out. Uh, but I kind of just want to, like, not getting off track, but just talking about the term bullying. So as I was watching this play out, I was reading along with the hashtag BB19 on Twitter, and I, a lot of people think that us fans are throwing that term out just way too loosely and that we shouldn't be using that term because this is this is it's just a game we shouldn't be taking it so seriously but i don't think people understand what some individuals like mark have gone through in their childhood and how they have actually been bullied so being put in certain situations in the house where you're being constantly harassed close to the point of like real bullying it really takes you back, and, and it can have, you know, significant effects on you. And I, I don't think that it, we're taking it, like, we're not putting it loosely. Like, it, it was bullying. That's the way I look at it. It was bullying. And I just don't see how anyone else could think otherwise. I agree. What do you think, Renee? Was it bullying or no? <laughs> um, well, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree. I, I don't think that it's bullying because I think it's a game, and I, I think in the game there are certain things that you need to do. And rather than sit around and watch paint dry, what else can you do? If, you know, you have to be the last person in the house, so to speak, so you need to get everybody out. And if you have to annoy and you know, lie and, you know, be mean sometimes, then so be it. I, I think, I do think the bullying thing um, people are throwing out there a little bit much because what is bullying really? Intimidating. Um, and we've seen Cody do that. Uh, I, I don't think by Josh banging some pants together and, and you know, da, 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 I, don't, I don't find that to be bullying. I think of it as more as just being annoying and trying to break someone so that they will self-evict or, you know, ruin their own game. So I, I don't I don't agree with that. And and as far as the Mark thing goes, um, I didn't see the, the picture of him, but I'm kind of on a roller coaster with him. I like him, then I don't like him. Um, he He's definitely sensitive, cries a lot. Uh, and um, so, so I guess, I don't know. I don't know where I stand with him, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe he'll grow on me. Not, not literally. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, some of it, I think, is bullying. Oh, this is hilarious. 
just, I was actually glancing on Twitter to look for the photo of him, and he has a, a Twitter account. It's at Real Mark Jansen, and it's a, his official BB19 account. His friends are running it, and the icon. They have taken one of the pictures of him and done it Hulk green. Oh, I see and it. The, cap- <laughs> the caption is the Incredible Salk. That's great. Um, so, yeah, I was hoping that account might have it. Um, if I turn it up, I will retweet it and tag Take the Radio. But, um, yeah. It, it was interesting knowing his backstory because I was expecting just your typical musclehead gym guy, you know, and, and he does cry a lot. Now I'm like, okay, he's an orphan and all that. Um, my thing with Josh's moves, and my husband had, had, I had pointed out part of this, and then he piled onto it, so I put it in my notes. If you notice, every time Josh is talking, he's using Paul's, language, his catchphrases, your boy, your boy's doing this, your boy's doing that. He has totally co-opted Paul's vocabulary. And then the pot banging, we all know that's evil dick. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, you know, and maybe he maybe he doesn't know that. Maybe cause Paul, Paul left from last season. I went home and did his homework because he didn't know doodly about Big Brother either. And you can tell because he's talking knowledgeably about stuff that he did his homework. So maybe that was his idea or maybe it was him. Hey, guys, uh, guys, we have a caller. Yeah. Yay. Are you ready? Oh. Yeah. Okay, Tamara, you're on. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, Tamara, what's up? Hi. Um, I just wanted to call and say um, I agree with the host. I don't really think it was bull- I don't think it was really bullying. If it, think, and if it was, then it you know Tony's the one that started this whole thing. So he came out you know drunk, power hungry, trying to get rid of Paul without even giving him a chance to even get to know him. They could have even worked together. So, right. Right. So, That's, you know, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Keep talking. Go ahead. Have your say. Okay. Okay. So when, um, you know, so then after they did it, um, you know, and the DR kind of, or production, you know, called them in and said, you know, kind of back up a little bit. You know, they talked about it in the HOH room, and, and you know, Paul was saying that, you know, we just gave it back to him what he gave us, you know, so we'll just start to be nice and, you know, and just, you know, they didn't want to be known as bullies and all that. I feel like social media really took off with that. And, you know, people are complaining that nobody wants to, you know, that that people in the house are um, puppets, you know, they're calling them Paul puppets because nobody's playing their own game. But yet people who I see on social media they're just jumping on the bandwagon that, you know, Paul and everybody else is a bully. And Cody, I respect Cody because he is a veteran, and I thank him for his service. But I don't think that that's a path to say, well, it's okay that he bullied everybody else, and he was mean and made that girl cry because he's a veteran. You, know, you can't give him a pass for that. And, 
you know, and I, it's Big Brother. It's not Big Baby. So you got to suck it up, and you got to expect to go in there and have people speak to you. You know, I, I, I mean, I what you're saying. I think social media did take off with it, but this is the same social media that retweets everything about microaggressions and amped up insane level political correctness, and there's nothing correct going on in the Big Brother house. And that's kind of the point of why the game is so great, is because there's no filter, well, other than editing if you only watch the episodes. Right. And Paul did say that they were giving it back, but Paul was also right when he said that he he worried that production was editing out what Cody was doing. I haven't seen a lot of what Cody does on the live feeds translate to the, the regular shows. What have you guys noticed? I haven't noticed it either. I haven't noticed yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I think I he's getting a good at it. Much of, yeah, I, he's I think. Great I mean, I, he's getting a great. Yeah, I don't think he's really getting much of an edit, though. I, I feel like he's. I feel like Jessica's gotten gotten a lot more spotlight than Cody, but you know, he hasn't <laughs> really been painted to be the villain this season ever since he returned to the house for the second time. Yeah, I. I don't know about you. Is it Tamara? How how do you yeah. feel about this? But I I feel like production is using a heavy hand this season, heavier than we've seen in more recent seasons. Oh, I believe they are. I watch the live feeds, and you're talking about editing. I just wanted to mention real quick, if it's okay. Um, you know, they didn't show the part where uh, Alex went in and said to Cody, "Did you know that she wanted?" that Jessica wanted to put me out, and that was part of her condition. He, he said, no, no, I didn't know. She said, oh, come on. He said, no, I swear I had no idea. So then he leaves, but, you know, Jessica doesn't know that he had that conversation. And so then there, you know, so then she puts her head out in the hallway, and then Alex says, you know, well, you know, did, Cody didn't know, and then she said, Cody did know. But they didn't show that part where Al, where Cody had already lied to Alex, and the editing didn't show that. So it kind of made Alex look like the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they are definitely heavy-handing stuff. And, you know, the I feel like the only reason they stepped in when the quote-unquote bullying, however we want to decide, whatever you think about it, happened was not – because I, I don't think production objected to the harassment. They they didn't want Jessica and Cody to self-evict because that That's broke right. off their That was all it was about. I don't think they wanted it to stop at all. <laughs> right. Because, it was good you know, TV. Obviously, right, it is. And obviously, you know, good ratings means better job security. So, <laughs> you know, right? Well, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. For yeah. everybody. Well, you know, speaking of. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I have a delay. Okay, I keep stepping on your words, and I'm so sorry I do that. Um, you know, and um, I'm trying to remember if it was last night or this morning. Last night. Um, anyway, last night or this morning. Gosh, I watched so much of this, I kind of forget real time. <laughs> um, it runs together. But. I know it's like my summers have been in, I feel like I've been in the house, you know, it's like, oh, i got to adjust my mic, you know, when I go to the kitchen. But, um, 
Sarah, change your batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. Talking about that. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, so then I was watching it, and Jessica says to um, Cody, I should say Jody, to Cody that, wow, I hope production has something else for us that would keep us in for two weeks. And bam, live feeds cut off in a heart. I mean, gone. And I was like, what, what, what? She's like, what are you doing? And then when live feeds came back on, they were in the same room, but not sitting in the same position. And then it was like someone said cameras on because then she kind of giggled and they were looking up toward the camera and then they start talking again. And they never mentioned what they you know, production or anything about that. Yeah, I mentioned in one of my articles this week that I felt like when they called her in to production when they were about to self-evict that they offered them an incentive to stay, a cash bonus, something. I think More they condoms. Yeah, I mean, I think they just wrote a back, honestly. Who knows? Scholarship fund for that baby she's supposedly pregnant with. I'm not sure. <laughs> You know, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, and um, yeah. Well, you at one point Jessica was saying, telling, explaining to him how Twitter worked and Instagram, and you know, and uh, how many followers you have and what that means, and you know. And I thought, wow, she is really into social media. So then I thought, I better check this gal out just a little bit more, and so can see why. But you know, I mean, and and then you know, at that point when they were saying about self about wanting to solve a vic, they were saying, you know, if we can just stay in here long enough to get the jury house, you're going to throw away $5,000, $500,000 for this guy that you've known, not even a, are you crazy? But, you know, <laughs> something must be good in that department because she's going for it. So it's not going for Cody. Even Kevin well, what, said that. And I think Raven too, wasn't it Raven? Was it Raven during the big was, backyard fight? It, it was Xmas. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. She was saying, is, is he worth $500,000? And I was thinking, well, I mean, it depends on the quality of the dick. But, you know, that's still, that's a half a million dollars. You know, you could uh, probably buy a lot of appliances and, you know, accessories that would make up for it if you, you know, couldn't keep it. So. I think Rayback brought up Cody's part in the fight that she was, you know, when she was screaming at Jess and Cody, she brought up Cody's dick size apparently as you know something to go against Cody I guess like she was trying to use that as it being a bad thing and I don't know I, I, I wasn't really paying attention because I, I didn't care but it, it was a funny moment nonetheless I think Jeff well if laugh. he was wearing if he was wearing shorts around like Paul did we'd all know Guy? a little more about it guys yes, we have another caller oh oh all right, so thank you for calling, Tamara, and we will, we're will. we going to move on to our next caller. Thanks okay, for the thank call. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Let me see. Hold on. If I can get, hold on. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> to my cabinet and get out pots. 
start. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. You're a big baby. You're not a man. Ready? Guys, say hello to Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. So, what's on your mind? Well, I, I just I can't believe y'all can't say that this is really uh, at some point a form of bullying. You got you got uh, Josh going crazy, and you got a bunch of puppets in there. I mean, this is probably one of the worst seasons of Big Brother history. Would you not agree? It's not great. It, it's better than Big Brother over the top. I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you if you go back to week one and the CBS didn't throw in all these curves and stuff, Paul would have already been home. Don't you agree? They they should have gotten rid of right away. But well, production they, shield you, you him. got you got to, you got to admit that Cody made the best play of the of the he he went out. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted Paul of the house. He was faced with all kind of adversity week one. And it was a major move week one to get Paul in the house. And, you know, CBS kind of, to me, kind of sold their soul to Paul. Yeah, we talked about a couple of episodes ago that the feeling that maybe they brought Paul in at the last minute because they got done with casting and they had a bunch of people that are, honestly, a lot of them are dull. And there's been a lot of talk about a, a number of them being recruits where the show went out and recruited them, people like Kevin, and I think Elena is also rumored to be a recruit, and that they they got casted, and then they got, you know, and then it was like, ugh, we've got some duds, let's bring Paul in. And then they shielded mm-hmm. him. But Cody was right. Cody was right to go for him. Cody's been right all along. Well, I, I I just don't. I mean, I've never seen a bunch of people just follow people around like a like a sheep or something. I mean, it's like it's crazy. <laughs> well, finally, finally, over the last few days, there's been some whispering about we have to to deal with the Paul issue soon. And I've heard it from I think Jason. Oh, uh, who else? You guys have you guys been hearing on the feeds? But it's come up. I think about Christmas, about three or four people have finally started to say we can't keep him. Well, you have to figure eventually he does have to go, right? Because if he keeps going the way that it is, you're, right, you're just handing him the season. So I think they're go- they let him do all the dirty work, sort of, and then, right, they're going to have to turn on him. But oh, uh, yeah. also, a lot of them don't even care if they make it to the end. They just want to make a jury which is what a lot of them have said, which is also why I'm kind of disappointed with this season is because most of them don't even want to win. Like Matt, I remember Matt specifically saying, I would be happy to give the money to Paul. It's like he doesn't even care. Yeah. And, I, and I remember he his said, interview with Jeff where he said the same thing. Well, it's because he's yeah, on he production. Said his, to, he said his goal was to jury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Should have brought Paul in later in the middle of the season or something, or maybe let it, you know a couple of weeks go by. Should have let him in at I, all. Honestly, yeah, I, well, not I at, all. at all. When 
when when he walked in, I think a lot of a lot of Big Brother fans issued a collective groan and like, oh, yep. oh fucking Paul. <laughs> yep. Hey, and I think they should bring they should bring back Danny. Danny. Danny Donato. Uh, oh yeah yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she needs to she needs I to get in that house. She, yeah. Well, the um, I, and well, I said this before. The only thing worse than Paul coming into that house would be if Austin's stupid ass came in with his hat. <laughs> I probably would have oh. this season off. Uh, yeah, I would rather see player ever will. Well, yeah. And I love Derek Lavoisier. There was there were some some rumors that he might be around. Like for oh. veterans, I'm. I'm done with Nicole because I can't listen to anything one more time. And I am also <laughs> done. Yeah, I just can't listen to her voice. And I'm done with James. I'm done with James after last season because he only plays for AFP. He doesn't play to win. You know, I do like yep. him, but he doesn't play the game. Well, as long as they don't bring Dan back, Mr. Funeral, who I thought – was the worst. I know I'm probably uh, that's not popular. That's not popular among fans. But I just that was the worst. They handed him that season. No. Nope. Yep. I completely agree with you on that, Renee. I I was not a fan of Dan at all. So do you think yeah. Josh is just putting on a show, or is he really just nuts? <laughs> Both. I I think he is emotionally stunted because I think he breastfed till he was 19 and I think I think that's what's really making him cranky is he had to wean to come to the big brother house and um, I don't I, I, I've said this before that I think this is his first sleepover and that's why he's excited and he's acting out his mom isn't there to slot him down he's very immature you know, I mean, he he reminds me of myself when I was like, I don't know, twelve. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. Hey, can I say one thing? And I say this with yeah. seriousness. Do you think that the producers have like an armed security guard thinking the guy might be a psycho killer? <laughs> hey, do you think CBS is worried about that at all? About there, that? There's. Yeah, about Josh. About, I think the CBS producers are concerned with him at all. I mean, he might go over the top, and he might be like a psycho killer or something. I, I think they should worry <laughs> about Cody. <laughs> you think you're more worried about uh, Cody than Josh? Yeah. Well, the producer, Allison Grodner, did an interview with uh, Big Brother Network, and they were asking her specifically about the volatility in the house. And she said, the safety of our house guests is our primary concern. We are watching the house guests 24-7 with the ability to intervene at any time. The house guests know the rules regarding violence, and when they come too close to crossing the line, we will step in. So, yeah, I do think that there's probably somebody behind that glass with a taser and some mace. I mean, (laughs) the only time I have felt like there might be physical violence was when Josh was going to town with the pans and Mark came at him. (laughs) It was a bad camera angle. It looked like 
squash, but he was lunging for the pan. Uh, that was so good. Yeah, well, that that was – I I honestly don't think Josh would really do anything. We were – I was talking with my husband earlier. He's a mega fan, and we were discussing the fact that outside of the house, someone like Josh – I don't think would have the balls to go up to anyone and start anything like that. But he knows there's a buffer. He knows there's people there, and he can just be as big a dick as he wants. Mm -hmm. And he's in a safe space. He can say what he wants. He can do what he wants. And I think he's acting out in a way that he probably never has in his life. That's my theory. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just pushing boundaries like toddlers do when you – yeah, you let them. Well, I think um, didn't Paul? I, I heard Paul say that as well. When Cody was in his face in the HOH, he did say, "You know, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, we're on a show, and you know, he knew that he would be taken out if if he touched him. So, you know, they all. I, hey, I would I would pre- I would cross that line if I were in that house too, just to annoy people. I mean, you know." That's the show. Uh, if you can't take it, don't go in the house. Yeah, I mean, there's been I think there's been way much worse in the house. What, what Evil Dick with his pots and with his pots and pans routine was so much worse than what Josh was doing <laughs> to that poor H O H. But what I you, what I did like was remember, like. But the members are much when, stronger. It, the players are much stronger when Evil Dick was there. Yes, way more personalities than people going on now. You just have like. Four people doing everything and everybody else, but just a bunch of puppets. Right. Right. I agree. It's a little bit different. It's a strange season. It really is. Um, The season sucks. It It just sucks. Well, I mean, like I said, it's got a bunch of losers. It's better than (laughs) Big Brother over the top. Oh, I don't know. I I would think I, I would probably be banging pots and going nuts. The good news is Big Brother Over the Top 2 is not happening. Yeah, so, that's what I heard. At least not yeah. that. They didn't really confirm that it was dead. They just said that it will be happening in the fall. Right, right. Well, I just can't imagine. I mean, I guess they did it pretty cheaply because they used the same house, so they just threw them some Captain Crunch, but some <laughs> house-made kibble. It was, uh, I tried to watch it, and I finally gave up, and I've never given up yeah. on a season of any CBS reality show, and I was just done. I, I, I gave up, too. Who won that? Not the fans, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> let's Google. What's, okay, when you type in Did who they won the What? Did they shoot that in the full house? I, I, didn't, I didn't understand what you said. I'm sorry. The full the full house TV show is that where it was shot at? Oh, <laughs> oh, probably pretty close. It was Morgan. I don't even know Morgan. who that is. I remember Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, she was, she was a sister to Alex. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Alex one of the sisters. Like the the fans yeah, voted for her to win, which is a crazy thing. Because it was her against Jason and I believe um, someone else, and the fans voted for her to win over Jason. Yeah, they were talking. Yeah, I just I was glancing and it said about Jason's dirty moves. Yeah, 
I just I couldn't. I, it was also different the way I also don't like the I didn't like the format of BBOTT just because I'm so accustomed to Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then supplementing with live feeds and that was just it was very the episodes were very I don't know I didn't ever understand when they were going to be on so uh, so. I, I have a question. Speak, going back to the bullying, if I can, for a second. Um, do you remember Amanda? Oh, uh, sadly, I do. And she she tormented poor Alyssa. Do you think that was bullying? I, I hated Amanda and I loved Alyssa, so I do. I think most these have bullying. What do you think, Larry? Is Larry there? I'm here. I, I, I think it's a, a little bit of bullying there, but I think this season just way over the top. When you start cussing and flipping people off in their face and going going at it like they have, I mean, I think you just got a bunch of immature people. They don't understand. They haven't really been out in the real world. That's true because I mean, honestly, how many people could give up two months of what their real life to go do that? So, maybe you're right. Maybe they were recruited. Maybe they were just like actors. I don't know what they were. I mean, who do you guys think is going to win? When it comes down, who's going to win? Um, if they don't get Paul out, then it's going to be Paul. But I hope it's Paul or Jeff. They're the only two who deserve to win. Who deserves to win? Brandon, who did you say deserves to win? I said the only people in the house who deserve to win are Paul or Jessica at this point. The way I look at it, Jessica right. and Paul are the only two who deserve to win. Well, I actually did say Cody, I thought Jessica would win. win? I, I don't think Cody's in to win. Cody said that he got enough money to fix his truck, but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he needed a transmission or, you know, just an alternator, but obviously he he's satisfied. The camera took the money. Oh, you know, that's funny. Nobody knows that Kevin took the money. They Ramsey's went out under the umbrella of that lie. Yes. And Kevin, honestly, Kevin could dark horse his way to the end because he's very likable and he he can't win comps, but his he I think he does actually have a strategy. Well, you know? Let's talk about Kevin for a second. He He's annoying, actually. I mean, when I watch him, all <laughs> I see him doing is he's stirring up trouble. Every He lies constantly. Um, and it's almost like he likes to create drama and then walk away from it. Or, you know, that that's my impression of him. I, I don't see him doing anything, uh, but I think you're right. I think he might, you know, he's just floating along and he's getting that sympathy, you know, from the fans because, you know, he's, they consider him to be like dad-like. So I, I think he could make it to the end, but I don't think he would deserve to win. I don't think anybody that floats and doesn't take risks deserves to win. I think the kids in the house see him, the younger ones, because he's like adopted them and he gives them advice. I mentioned in an article that I wrote yesterday, he was telling, oh gosh, it was Mark and maybe Josh how to get away with cheating 
and he was explaining to them about how you have a different cell phone for each woman you're sleeping with, and <laughs> and then you don't ever use the computer so that your history. Can, he went on this whole thing, and I actually mentioned in the I, I threw that into the title of my article because it was kind of interesting, and I said, you know, if I was his wife at home with our what seven kids, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she's going and rifling his stuff, looking for phones while he's not there, and she finds a shoebox, like 87 and flip she, phones, and, and she's you know, saying, trashy. You better come home. You better come home with that money, yeah. she's saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he just is talking big to fill the time. There's a lot of time to fill, but I thought it was very interesting. He's had his his pervy old eyeballs all over Christmas. Have y'all noticed? Yes. <laughs> he Ew. is constantly. Yeah, he's eyeballing her up and down, and then she was asking to wear his shirt, and he was like, "You can wear it," but then Raven ran off and got the shirt, and so then yeah. Kevin and Kevin uh-huh. and Maximus were hating on Raven, you know, and she's like, "I got his shirt. I'm wearing it." <laughs> You know, I don't know, but um, yeah, Christmas got to stay the show. I think she should have been sent home. We talked about this, Brandon. You and I, I think, we're in agreement that she should have been sent home. I don't remember Renee what you were saying about it, but she can't play in anything. Yeah, she could yeah, barely yeah. hit that zombie leg. I thought she was going to kick the thing with her cast. I thought that would have been fine on the <laughs> That's what I was comp last Because <laughs> the way hey, she was balancing, that? I was. <laughs> Go ahead. Have y'all seen the video? Have y'all seen the video with uh, uh, Josh in the one because his foot was on the line when he uh, won the HOE last night? Um. Did y'all see that? I was kind of what I saw that on Twitter just floated out there. When he when he uh, hit the uh, ball, his foot was like on the line, so they say it should have been ten accounted. Oh, so I mean, that's uh, just no, little petty thing. Yeah, there's a little picture out there. So, uh, well, I'm sure that production was so thrilled that Josh won because they knew it would just be insanity would ensue. Um. But, well, now, to be fair about Christmas, they were supposed to be using a zombie foot to to hit the ball, and she does have a dead person's bone in her foot now. So, realistically, and her cast, I think she qualifies as a zombie foot. So, that's my two cents. With their, what's the thing, crutches, with their crutch. Oh, with her her fluffy pink crutches. Yeah, it did look because she was wobbling. And then she's wobbling, and Julie's like, hurry up, Christmas. And it was like, she's crippled. Jesus. <laughs> that was hilarious, yeah. though. <laughs> and then, and then like, lecturing them. You're on live TV, people. Pick up the pace. <laughs> that was so funny. We're on TV, people. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your kid, Larry? Oh, guess you can hear me. All right. 
So back to our list. Oh, let's check. Let me just glance at the live feeds. I want to tell you all that someone has done the funniest thing. I don't know if – I don't think I mentioned this last time. I can't remember, but Matthew and his gross cut-out arm T-shirts that he wears because he can't have anything near his armpits apparently. Um, <laughs> Hamster Watch posts a picture of him almost every day, and they announce the color of the day because he has different <laughs> – all, all the shirts are like that. Well, somebody, this um, this person on Twitter, at BB Miri, M-Y-R-I, she has she shared a chart from Reddit. Someone has charted out, and I will share this. <laughs> she has, it's a chart of every day the colors that he wears of shirts and whether he's shirtless and whether the live feeds are down. And it is absolutely hilarious. I love it. I'm gonna tweet it I didn't now. See that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share the link. Let's see. To take Do the they also account for how many times a day he eats a bowl of cereal and what kind of cereal it is? Because I they they did they actually did <laughs> they they have posted about look he's doing something other than shoving. Um, Cereal in his face and everything. <laughs> no, it was pretty amazing. It was very nice. So I was like, okay, I like it. I like it. All right, let's see if that'll show up if I tweeted it. Yep, I just tweeted it. Um, oh, and of course I didn't tag anybody. That's on my Twitter feed at Belinda G T B E L Y N D A G T. If you want to see Matt's lovely armpit shirt. Chart. Apparently, you can tell the moment you look at the chart, the orange one is his favorite. It's predominantly orange. Yes, and he's it got is. a green one. He's got a green one that was only seen on June 30th and July 1st. That's the mystery I want to know. What happened to the green shirt? Because the purple well, one shows up periodically. It must be laundry day for the orange one when he wears it. And then bonus, some days he's shirtless. Some days he is shirtless. He's in he's in pretty good shape. Um, the the song lyric tattoo doesn't do a whole lot for me, but uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, so Dan Giesling just tweeted: "Never seen anything like this on Big Brother before. These people aren't bullies. They're just weak. Nothing to do uh-huh. with gameplay at all." Mr. Mr. Funeral himself. He has chimed in. But, yeah, Hamster Watch weighs in on Matt's uh, love affair with with cereal and the sleeveless shirt. So it's kind of fun. Um, The seeds are still down, so I guess because so many of the people are are participating in the – the twist, so we won't know till later. Let me see. What else is on my list? Jessica Pregnant. Oh, you had what, what you um, your baby names. Oh, that's right. Brandon, we were t- <laughs> Renee and I were emailing back and forth. We were talking mm-hmm. about baby names for the offspring oh, of each Sunday. Oh, Frankie. Frankie would be a great name. Oh. What, what's a good name? 
Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> Just a thought. Just, I love it. I was thinking it should be something, you know, that relates back to the story of the child's conception, you know, <laughs> um, on the live feeds, on camera, maybe call him Polaroid or Kodak, I don't know. Kodak. It's a... Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a that could incorporate HOH because I think there was a lot going on in the HOH room. Cho, C-H-O-H, I don't know. But they said that <laughs> we were talking about the first Big Brother pregnancy in, in-house that we know of. I mean, there might have been others, and they were just taken care of. I don't know. <laughs> but they did agree that they uh, wanted the child to be a Marine, so... Maybe they oh. could name it Jody. I think they could name it Jody because, you know, that's Aww. what everybody calls them. That would be sweet that's after cool. their showman. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, come on. You know that you liked my name the best. <laughs> I did like your name. Your name is great. Share it. Penis Williams. Penis Williams. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 the nice thing about being Ariana and Doucheface's baby is you could literally go back and just Google and see the moment of your conception. So, <laughs> on video. <laughs> Hear your dad talking about banging your mom constantly, and what my favorite part of some of these conversations about them banging is Jessica's complete inaccurate information about what shows up on the live feeds. She was certain that if they started boinking, CBS would cut the cameras off of that room. We know that's not true. <laughs> well. She was saying that, I thought she, that she'd only... I thought she was a big Canada. fan, though. <laughs> my, other favorite, my other favorite thing of Jessica this week was when Cody was asking what her father did for a living. Do you remember that disgusting answer she gave? No. Uh, oh, I saw that. I was kind of upset oh, about that. What? Oh, my gosh. She said that... what. That he was, was it a male stripper and a male prostitute? And basically she said he was a good provider, but he sucked a lot of dicks to keep food on the table. Yeah. That's like a, that's, wait, that's, that's pretty it. much. Was she serious? Well, that's the whole thing is that Cody was getting mad. Cody goes, no, seriously. And she goes, seriously, Cody, I told you. <laughs> she went on for like 10 minutes telling him, no, I that's really the truth. And he was getting mad and mad and mad. He finally says, just don't talk to me. And then later he came up and tried to get again, and she did say, I don't want to talk about it. But her dad died like three years ago, two, three years ago. And it's such a strange thing to say about your dead father when you know cameras are on you. But she also walks around putting her in people's butts, and she looks pretty and normal, but I think inside her brain, there's just something going on that's not quite right. 
because when you're <laughs> anally molesting everyone and then talking about your father, your dead father's dick, it's like, why? What is wrong with it? What is broken? I mean, <laughs> what is broken? It's so, I'm going to tweet the clip so everybody can watch this monstrosity. It went on for almost three minutes. It was hilarious. Uh, because I missed it. Yeah, Cody was getting so agitated, so agitated, and which actually oh, makes even better. That's so odd that Cody would be agitated. Yeah, that he would get annoyed about anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tweet this, and I think I've got enough room to tag everybody. Um, yeah, it's very strange, and. So I don't know what what's it, and and I actually did and then I was so curious I went and did some research trying to find out something about her father and I couldn't find anything. So I don't know maybe he was and if he was I want to know his stripper name. <laughs> I mean, yeah right. Sure, sure that. Well, and then she, you know, she said that, did y'all hear when she said that she's related to Steffi Graf, the tennis player? Yeah, I did hear that. She said she's never oh. met her, but she's related to her. Yeah. So that was, like, interesting. She's got that and then the stripper dad going for her and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, what was funny was she was doing it with a pretty straight face. But she just kept giving more and more disgusting details. That it was just, it was kind of stomach turning, but still funny. <laughs> so I don't know. She just, she, she's just very strange. Like her outward appearance to me doesn't jive with her behavior in a lot of ways. She's a strange. What girl. do you mean? Well, I mean she's she's so pretty, and she looks like she would be stuck up and snotty and standoffish. But once Cody was gone, she was really hanging out with people and socializing. And back to, you know, the fingers in the butts, that's a really strange thing to do. And then the dad's thing. It's just very very odd behavior. Well, I was thinking about this. Um, Cody said the other day when they were having their little tiff that he doesn't have many friends. He's just basically – you know, uh, I guess a, a homebody with his family, and she's she's not. She's very social because of her her job, right? So, I mean, I don't I don't see this working out outside of the house. I don't know. What do you think? Well, he also said no, not hanging out with his family because he said that most of his family doesn't talk to him. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So basically, because she was like, are you like this in real life? And he went honest. He was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, most of my family doesn't talk to me. <laughs> he really is an asshole. Oh, I <laughs> missed that. Yeah, I uh, I liked it. So. He's, uh, he's quite interesting. We're up to seven hours of adorable animals on the live I wouldn't mind if they brought some of those animals into the house because I think they might be more interesting than some of the people. <laughs> well, did her I, season? Maybe they didn't. <laughs> go ahead. In the first season, go ahead. 
Didn't they have a pet the first season? Why do I remember that? Maybe a fish oh. or something? Because no, it was, I, I wasn't was, it Derek's, Derek's season? They brought in a dog, like, the last, like, four weeks or something. They had a dog they brought in. I don't remember, I remember. a dog in Derek's season. No, I, I don't remember that. Here. You know what I do once we got the live feeds, we did go back to season one because I had never seen it. I don't think my husband had seen it. And it was so hilarious how tiny the house was. And then they were doing a challenge to build a, a potato-powered clock so they could tell what time it was. <laughs> it was like first-grade science experiment challenge. It was such a strange It a tiny room. It looked like like a futuristic insane asylum because everything was square and modular and white and it looked like it all came from Ikea and that you could actually <laughs> see the Ikea logo on some stuff and then they obviously didn't have set dressers and people creating things and they had these crappy bunk beds. They looked like prison cells from like Sweden. Like they were just dark. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so weird. We watched probably half of season one, and then we just, it was so painful, we couldn't finish watching it. I think at one point, one of their challenges was they were playing a card game with a regulation deck of cards. It was something just crazy. (laughs) I I have to know if they had a pet. I don't know why I remember that, but. Well, they might have. Let's see. Big Brother. Season one, pet. I'm mm. a fish floating in my mind. Well, they do have, uh, it was Chiquita the pug. There was a pug. There you go. Chiquita. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Because <laughs> they were supposed to, CBS.com did a great thing called 13 Super Awkward Moments from Big Brother's First Season. Yeah, it was it was the lowest rent show at that point. It was hilarious. But so they they brought a pug in. That's adorable. I wouldn't mind if they brought in like fan eating tiger into this season. That would be great. <laughs> BB sixteen did have a dog. Its name was Izzy. I just looked it up. It is it was oh I can't remember what kind of dog it was, but I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that. Are you sure it wasn't There's just all kinds a really of ugly What <laughs> I mean it wasn't the cutest dog. But you can see all kinds of pictures with that, like Caleb and Cody and Frankie. They're all it's playing with the dog. dog. Frank, it was Frankie's season. That is so weird. I, it, that is blocked from my mind. Probably because Frankie was taking too much of, of. I was trying to have a turn away <laughs> right. from the TV whenever he. Yes. Yeah. I see that Caleb holding him. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. <laughs> I, I think they only let him in. It says. He was only in there for a little bit, right? I think they, because I didn't see him, so it must have been right just for the live feeds, right? Because I didn't see it on the show. Yeah, that must be, maybe that's what it was, because I don't ever remember it being on the show. Yeah, everything yeah, I yeah. Did, maybe they, go ahead. It was, it was just It was just for the live feeds. I, I see it right here. Um, I was, to brighten up the I don't think, I didn't start watching the feeds two years ago. Oh. It has changed. The live feeds have changed Big Brother for me drastically. Because um, I started watching it when I started writing about it. 
and it was like, wow, it's like a almost an entirely different program. I've been telling some people because I also do a couple of podcasts on soap operas, and I was one of the I had to do a promo for this show on my show last week, and um, and one of the other ladies said, oh, I've never seen it. And, I, and she goes, I really only watch soap operas. And I said, well, then I think you'd love it. You need to get the live feeds. <laughs> and then it's like a real life. There's sex, intrigue, there's lying, there's bad acting, you know. <laughs> it's like a soap opera. Yeah. It is That's like a soap part. opera. It really is. But the people aren't quite as good looking. This season, is it me? <laughs> the people are not nearly as cute as last season. And <laughs> like week one, week one, none of the girls had on enough makeup. Now, I, it may be because Elena is now wearing all their makeup all at once. But <laughs> <laughs> like Megan was looking dark, Raven showed up, and it was like, holy crap, and it was just, wow, and they finally started getting cuter, like, Jessica looks cute without her makeup, because she's always got her false eyelashes on, you know, and she's very pretty, and Christmas, well, actually, Raven just has baby powder on her face when she does her makeup, all she does is just, like, pour a whole bottle of baby powder to make her face just ghost white. So that's all she uses when she does makeup. <laughs> She's trying to keep that death power going so that her GoFundMe might yeah. be restarted. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Christmas sense. wear a lot. Xmas actually has very pretty skin. She doesn't seem to wear a lot. But Elena, eviction night, she looked like she did. Renee, I don't know if you remember this makeup tip from the 80s, but you put two fingers on your cheekbones, and then you take your brush blush run it up and down your face diagonally along those two fingers. <laughs> that is what Tina <laughs> is doing with her blush. It looks like she put it on with a Sherwin-Williams brush, and it's awful. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I mean, it looked yeah. like she had been slapped. It was terrible. So. Slapped? And did you know <laughs> she finally got off Paul's dick this week, though? And she seems to be moving back to Mark. Have you guys noticed that? I have. Uh, mm, I don't think it's going to last, though. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. She's, she's, she's just, I, I can't even with her at all. Now, here, <laughs> this just crossed my mind. It was on my notes list, and I just went right past it. Josh taught, I, this is why I think Josh is targeting Elena. Josh has the hots for Elena, and Elena has been hanging with Mark, who Josh hates. Josh did this little talk where he he said that when they first came into the house that he really, he had a thing for her, but she never gave him the time of day. So Hmm. he's, he's from Miami. She's got that big booty, you know. I think hmm. I thought down. I thought he liked Xmas. Well, uh, and then he and then he was supposed to be peeking over the shower at what was it, Alex? And Raven said he did it to her too, but I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth, you know. 
I did not know that he liked um, Elena. I, I, the way or, I see them. Hmm. Plot twist. Plot twist. Just well, I, I actually saw this on Twitter too. Plot twist. Maybe the reason he wants Elena out is because all this aggression he's had at Mark is because he secretly has a crush on Mark. Yeah. What about uh, that? Uh, uh, oh, that was it last last week or week before when I said that they should just cut the sexual tension and finally hook up in the shower? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think they would explore the shower door. It would just be passionate and frightening and and the live feed <laughs> and just explode. I just have to say that I, I know you like him, Renee, but I feel firmly that Josh would be the bottom, so... <laughs> Although Mark, Mark is sensitive, so I don't know. But uh, that could be. Maybe it's just uh, sexual attention. Well, yeah, he. I mean, I can see that, strangely enough. <laughs> yes, I mean, maybe he's repressed. He still lives at home with his parents. You know, they check his, his browser history. He can't log on to the sites he wants to. He's just frustrated. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> or or maybe it was just me. Maybe just me. <laughs> and I think we, well, it's hard to say that I didn't have internet when I was still living with my parents. So, um, <laughs> that, that was and uh, it's been a weird week. I'm I'm excited. Well, because the whole week we've been no we've known nothing was going to happen, and that Paul's HOH was going to be wasted. What I thought was interesting, but I I think it was down to editing. Tell me what you guys think on because sometimes stuff happens on the live feeds and we know it's different than what we see on the edited show. But Paul seemed convinced that Jessica was going to not use the halting hack, was going to let Cody go. And then when Jason stood up at the veto ceremony and basically dogged Cody, then in the DR she said that that was why she decided to use it. But my impression from the live feeds was that she had decided not to use it already and to, you know, to try and keep her and Cody together. What do you guys think? Did you all see something different than what I saw? No, I mean, I think that's how I looked at it. Like, I didn't see you love <laughs> when I when you watch the live shows, they always play up, but like the opposite of what's going to happen. Like, it always makes you believe that what's going to happen is, you know, the, I don't know. I'm not making any sense right now. But when I was watching the show last night, made it seem like Jessica was not going to use the hex. Like, that's how the live shows always yeah. work out. It's, where they always play up like, oh, it's going to be like a shocking, you know, ending where this is going to happen, but in reality, it's just going to be what you think is going to. I really didn't work that well. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> we were back. Renee, I want to hop back to Kevin for a minute because I was on Joker's updates just to see if there was any action on the live feeds, and I was looking at the popularity chart because. Dear old Raven has been down at the bottom. Nobody likes her. Um, but I accidentally clicked, and it flipped over to something 
you guys need to hear. Um, Kevin told Jason he thinks he's falling in love with Xmas. <gasps> and there's a there's front door. I'm gonna tweet this. That there's a picture of them sitting together, and he's like rubbing her thigh. I have seen this vibe. They have been totally, you know, vibing on each other. I don't know if she's vibing on him, but I don't. He doesn't oh. get out of the house. He's got daughters. I think he's frustrated. Ew, I'm sick. <laughs> I, I'm. I no. No. <laughs> mm, uh, no. <laughs> That's just, I, I, I can't. To, I, I have to agree. I mean, I don't want to see Christmas hook up with Father Time. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Time. fair to her. Yeah. And maybe well, she just plays him or who knows. Maybe she likes, you know, gray pukes. I have no idea. It's just gross to me. I just tweeted it so y'all can. Yeah. Uh, there comes my dinner. That, that, <laughs> throwing up in your mouth, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go back to more subjects like Mark and Josh having frenetic gay sex in the bathroom. That, that, I, that doesn't bother me I, near as much. That's fine. I think it'd be good for both of them, Get work some things out. I would love to have a giant, wonderful gay showman like that in the house. That would liven up the season. Could you imagine? That, that has 19 seasons, not one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Frankie, I mean, well, I, I think in <laughs> He tried. Season, I mean, yeah, but there's always, I'm trying to think that other seasons where there, there's been a couple of gay guys, and but I, I don't remember them bonding. Well, they were, no, there was a season where there was a, an ex, like they were exes, uh, two guys, they didn't know they were going to be on the show together. I can't remember what season yeah. that was. That was early on. But there was a season where they did, like, exes, and then they brought them in later. And uh, Dustin and someone. Damn, what was it? Dustin and... Uh, crap. Damn it. I don't know. Yeah. I was so excited with when they had brought Audrey on. Was that la- that was oh. seventeen? Seventeen. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was down for her for a couple of reasons. She had a great story to tell. I, I was hoping she'd be athletic. She was nice and tall. She was gorgeous. She actually is from this little town that's near the town where I grew up. Because I grew up, y'all can. I told you that I'm from the south too. But when when, <laughs> when I do my raven, really my childhood voice. But um. She's from this little town called Villarica, which is Villarica has my favorite barbecue restaurant. By restaurant, I mean two adjoining shacks, but it's this great place. She's from this tiny town where I can tell you it would suck to be trans in a tiny. I mean, this this town is almost in Alabama. It's so far in West Georgia, and so I was so excited about her. And then she turned into that raging blanket monster, and then just left. And it was like, ugh, she was such a disappointment to me. Just in mm-hmm. terms of gameplay, she had a great story and everything, but she just couldn't. I don't know what she just was too. She just couldn't play the game. So, I would like to see something, you know, 
something great. I would love to see a gay showman. I think that would be so good for Big Brother. So, but I, I don't agree. think it's happening this season. They they just need I more mean, diversity if, on the show. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was well, and it was funny. I was having a discussion with my hubby about. He said, you know, just based simply on demographics and the way gameplay has gone this season, you could easily write an article saying, is this the most, you know, racially discriminatory Big Brother season in history? I mean, they went after Dominique, and then they went after Ramsey's, and it's been Paul driving all of this, you know. Um, I mean, Dominique, I didn't care for because she's a religious nut, though, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Other than that, that was like my breaking point for her was her, you know, dragging Jesus into the game constantly and scaring me with speaking in tongues. <laughs> and Ramsey's I really and I hate that basically what Kevin did I think hurt his, hurt Ramsey's game. I blame Kevin for Ramsey's leaving. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not so, I mean you could blame Jessica but Still, they all think that Ramsey's took that 25k, and Kevin could have easily said something. Which I I don't think if he would have uh, acknowledged it, I don't think anyone would want him out. Like I don't think anyone would want a victim, even if Kevin did say that he took it, because no one yeah, well, he, him as being a threat. But he did he did unleash Paul into the house. Right, that's true. Oh, well, he, that's true. Yeah. But he could also play the ignorance card. You know, I'm old. I don't understand the game. I pressed the button accidentally. It was a hand tremor. You know, he just has it all. It's my palsy. I didn't mean to do it, you know. I don't know. But after I saw that tweet that I shared with him saying he's falling in love with her and then having that conversation about him cheating, I am just completely done with Kevin right now. Yeah, I'm sure his wife wife is. She's the breadwinner. (laughs) He is the breadwinner. And it's like, I I don't like that. And he he hasn't worked in a while. He he might walk away with, you know, alimony and Christmas. It's it's almost (laughs) kind of like Christine and Cody from... From season 16, I mean, not really the same, but kind of given some kind of flashbacks because I remember seeing Christine's husband on Twitter during that season when, you know, Christine was all over Cody every day. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there has been... Go ahead. Cody blocked me. He blocked you? That's exciting. He blocked me, and Jesse blocked me. <laughs> um, Mr. Pectacular was on The Bold and the Beautiful. No, no, Young and the Restless. I think it was yeah. today. It was today. Yeah. He went, He had almost no lines. He is not as tall as I thought he was. I guess because when he's hosting comps, he's, like, up on a little platform. Because he was standing next to a female actress. He was, like, a little taller than him. And, yeah, he was a bouncer, and he wasn't going to let them into this music festival because they had lost their credentials. And she, like, poked him and said, you, Mr. 
hectacular, and he let them in. It was yeah. uh, it was it wasn't great, you know, but it's like whatever. <laughs> well, he's on the um, he's also on the internet. Well, he's on uh, what what I don't know what network. Uh, Tainted Dreams. Have you watched that? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's another I... soap. He's he's been on that, and I watched it. And when I saw him on there, I I threw up a little bit in my mouth. But um, I heard that he was going to be on The Young of the Restless. I I don't get it, but I, I was never a Jesse fan. Yeah, I mean, they bring him back, and it's like, I, I love Zingbot. Zingbot keep, can keep coming back. I would love if Zingbot stopped by my house to just, you know, insult <laughs> me. Um, but anybody else. I love when Kathy Griffin came on. She was, like, one of my favorite people to come into the house to do stuff. I really like that. Um, but, yeah, that was like, eh. I don't, I don't need him back for anything. No, thank you. And Nicole's appearance this season was pretty gratuitous. I wonder what that was about. I actually hmm. forgot about just mentioned it. Yeah, she was like, didn't she have fairy wings and she showed up and the old man didn't know who she was and then she was just, ah, and she was gone. She probably was trying not to run into Paul. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me that all I can. So, we did we look we did talk last week about her dating Victor. I wonder if they are still uh if they are still, you know. And I, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything, but I mean I do my best to avoid Nicole on Twitter and Instagram and every social media platform. Um so I haven't really seen anything. <laughs> However, I have seen her pop up on my Facebook timeline in these like these posts for this teeth straightening, whitening company or something that she's like an ambassador for. I, I don't know what that's mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, no, I haven't seen anything about them, too, so I don't know if that was just like a some kind of thing that they planned out and it wasn't actually real or what. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at his Instagram timeline. He, he loved her. He was like all over her constantly and made it clear that he was ready to scoop her up if Corey dropped her, and Corey obviously dropped her like a hot rock. Let's see. Oh, God, he's so much more muscular now. It is, like, ridiculous. Okay, sorry. I just got distracted looking at his Instagram. He is gorgeous, but he he has moved his man bun to a man bouffant, and it's really gross, and he's almost showing his cubes. Good news is that he seems to have trimmed them down nicely. I think he went to a, a a Brazilian man thing. Oh wait, there is is that another picture of them? It is. Four days ago, they were together at a graduation, and he's got his arm oh. around her, and they're smiling. That's basically official. They are something. He would pick her up and carry her around, and he yeah. So, yeah, I have to share that mm. with you. All right, Victor and Nicole still at it. Wasn't she a nurse? Shouldn't she be working? <laughs> yeah. Saving lives. She? She's a brand new did, uh, did Did her life change? I 
if at all since I mean I don't really hear much about her but I don't she's I just I, I couldn't with her just the eh, and the eh, and the eh. she just ugh. I just can't imagine her coming in you know you're in the hospital you're dying and she's like oh my god you're dying I'm gonna check your ID I'm like now they should bring her in do a checkup on Raven and to assess Raven's medical condition. I would totally uh, be down for that. She goes, oh my. oh my God, Raven, you're not really dying. That's just an iPod you put under your stomach. Oh my God. Uh, and what did Raven what? say? <laughs> oh, well, Raven say, it is. It's not an iPod. It's an iPod shuffle. My mama had it installed for me. You know, you know what I'm imagining when I hear you do um, Nicole's voice. I don't know why, but I go back to Will from BB14 where he does the sagas, and I can, um, it's almost sounds like his impression of Nicole when he did that season of the saga. It just he cracks me up. Who would call her the the Fruit Loop Dingus? Was it? No. Who was it that called her that? Because she, like, got really offended. And it was like, how can you be offended by being called a fruit with dingus? That's not even anything. <laughs> That's like calling me a pillowcase. I don't know. What does that even mean? <laughs> Wait, it was Zach. I think it was Zach. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Zach. Yeah, and it's like a fruit with dingus. It was like, uh, okay. <laughs> that, was, that, that was like that. a non and she was like, oh, I can't believe you coming on. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think they're around. I think we're probably ready to wrap up soon. Let's let's go around and do do the thing. Brandon, who do you want to see on the block this week? Who do you want to see go home? Is Josh going to let Paul run his HOH, or is he going to fall to the charms of Xmas? <laughs> Uh, okay. So I'm I'm going to say this as if Josh is his own person and that he was never actually mad with with Cody or Jess and you know that maybe maybe this season was completely different. So my hope, which I know will not happen, but it's still my hope that he puts Raven and Matt on the block together. Which I know but I would I would just love to see that showman's die and, and I mean I just I just don't want to see Raven anymore. But um you know <laughs> pro- most likely he's probably gonna put up Cody and Jess and then of course, you know, things will change based on the patient challenge which is still going on. Um but I I really don't see him back during Elena. I I think his best move, if I were Josh, is I would try to get out Mark. <laughs> But I feel like Mark might be his his biggest threat. But I I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of nervous. Kind of kind of don't I don't want to see Cody or Jess leave this week because I feel like if they do, then Paul's chances of winning are going to skyrocket. I think you're right. All right, Renee. What what do you think your 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 baby boy Josh is going to do this week? I'm sitting here laughing because of Brandon saying he doesn't think Josh is going to backdoor Elena. I'm sorry. I I just went there. Anyway, um, (laughs) so 
I know we wanted um, to see Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of um, I'm kind of in agreeing with um, Brandon in the fact that I wish things would change up a little. I can't believe I'm saying it because I really would like to see Cody or I don't know if I want to see Jess leave anymore. I mean, maybe Cody, but I would like a little shake up. So I would like to see Raven or um, Matt up on the block uh, or I would take Cody and Matt, but I guess we would know who would go home. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I would like to see a little shakeup in the house. I don't. I, but I think he is going to listen. Unfortunately, my my big man baby is going to listen probably to uh, to Paul, and you know, it's going to be the same old, same old. So, yeah. Well, if Josh had giant sized cojones, he would put up. You know, I don't know. Jessica next to Elena, put up two, and when someone comes down, back door all. That would be the biggest move he could make. And there's there's, there's a few rumblings here and there where people are starting to think, you know, we should get Paul out. Like a few people are starting to realize we're going to give this to him. A few people still don't care, like Matt, but Jason seems to care. Um, Kevin seems aware of it. Christmas actually seems to be slowly trying to maneuver to diminish Paul's influence. It would be a big deal. And in terms of vote count, you know, Paul, Elena, I mean, uh, Mark, Elena, Cody, and Jessica, that's four already to vote against him. I think Christmas would come down against him, and they would only need, what, one more? Or is five enough this week? I know they were talking about the tiebreaker, and then obviously Josh would break the tie. If he grew some stones stones and he backdoored Paul, I think they could send him out this week. But I don't think he's capable of doing it because I think he's too enamored of Paul. The other thing was on the live feeds this week, um, uh, it was Alex. I think Alex and Paul had Josh in the storage room, and they were telling him what a great player he is and how he has he has to have so many fans. And he's like, no, I don't have fans. And they were like, no, you do, you do. You're doing such a – they were just totally stroking his ego and building him up. And then Alex had said uh-huh. something she wanted to do, and he was, like, so eager to go do it, you know? So... <laughs> That's what that I would like. Be I'd like brilliant. It would I it would be huge and I think it would work and Paul would never see it coming. It would be like a blind side by a Mack truck. It would be epic. I don't think he's gonna do it. That's what I would love to see. So I'm with you. That's, all right. Well I think we're good. David, are you there? David. I'm here. And he appears. I think we're done if we go around and do our usual. Um, you can find me on Twitter where I post all my Big Brother and Soap articles at Belinda GT, B E L Y N D A T T. Brandon? 
You can find me at OUBrandon14 on Twitter. Renee. You can catch me at Renee Portia, P-O-R-S-I-A. And you can catch all of us every Friday night throughout the season right here at 8 p.m. until eh, 9.30, 10-ish, a little before 10, on Take Two Radio. Over to you, David. And Belinda, where will I see you next? Uh, you'll see me next. Don't we have that web, webcam chat for about 12? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you will see me next week on uh, Wednesday the 9th and Thursday the 10th to talk soaps. We're talking uh, the lives of soap stars and everything that's happening behind the scenes on Wednesday, August 9th at 7 p.m. And then on Thursday, August 10th, it is Soaps in Review also at 7 p.m. Thank you. And right Renee and Brandon, right. call in. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I want to tell you, you did a wonderful job tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited we have callers. Who's excited yeah. about that? We have I am. Right. And we had two callers. You two had two callers. callers. They were both so the very nice. We could have four, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> keep going. It's going to be an all-call-in show. It'll be exciting. <laughs> yeah. and it would be exciting to get an all-call. That's the idea of it, to have just get it filled with call-ins and not even, you know, use your discussion among the call-ins. Yep. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Hopefully we'll have more a week from tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. happened with yes, Josh's and, uh, You can only get better, right? Exactly. Well, no, that's not yeah. true. We could get a lot. But let's <laughs> no, hope that it works. <laughs> I don't think you could go. go the opposite way. This, is, this was excellent, I have to tell you. I mean, it, it was it was such a great show, and you handled the callers very well. You, just, you were just yourselves, and that's all we ask of the hosts is be yourself. Be yourself. Yourself, that's nice. I had fun. There's a song in there somewhere, isn't there? (laughs) I can't wait to talk to you guys in a week. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See you guys. Forward to hearing from you. I thank you, David. Everybody, you're welcome. Okay. All right. Good night, night, Renee. Bye bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.